Welcome to Alex's Depression Tips, and I'm Alex. And today we're going to talk about what to do when depression medication stops working. It's actually got a name. It's called tachyphylaxis. And this describes what happens when the drugs stop working. For those people who rely on antidepressants, it's otherwise known as the Prozac poop-out. And it can be very scary as the once reliable drugs just stop working. As with many areas of depression, the medics can't give a definitive answer as to why this happens. It has been suggested that taxophylaxis may result from the way that the body reacts to the drug or the way the drug makes its way through the body. But honestly, it's so complicated and no one quite understands it. And we simply have to accept that sometimes the medication just stops working. And if you've found the right treatment for you, it can come as a big disappointment when you can kind of feel the efficiency of the drug waning. And you're not alone. This happens to 25% of those people who have been treated for depression. So knowing that this happens, it's good to be prepared for this possibility by making sure you, you've researched your options if the antidepressant tax of elixir starts to kick in. Sorry about that. It's a complicated word to say. So how do you know if this is happening to you? Basically, it's if you're feeling worse while still taking the same dose of antidepressants that previously worked for you. So if this has happened to you, what are your options? Well, the first one is go back to your doctor because there are other options to discuss if you think that you're not on par with that medication that you're taking at the moment. And sometimes it can work better if the doctor prescribes a different dose of the same drug. It can take, again, up to 12 weeks to see the difference, but give it some time. However, if you don't see any difference in the levels of depression symptoms, say after six weeks, go back to your doctor. He or she may then switch your medication for another type of antidepressant. Failing that, your doctor may advise combining the antidepressant that you're on with other types of medication, or that maybe you try a completely different type of medication, but lots of options with the doctor. Secondly, might be a good idea to ask to see a psychiatrist because generally speaking, a frontline doctor like a, a GP in the UK or a primary care doctor in the US they prescribe most antidepressants, but they're not specialists. A psychiatrist is a specialist and is trained to deal with mental health issues as opposed to general issues. Therefore, by speaking to a psychiatrist, you can talk specifics and you can discuss the details, which will help the psychiatrist better understand exactly what type of antidepressants will suit you because they have an understanding in medication at a granular level and their primary job is to prescribe antidepressants and then monitor the results. So I'm just going to quickly give you 10 things to look out for 
when looking for a psychiatrist. One, that they spend a good amount of time with you. Secondly, that they ask you lots of questions to help you discover as much as possible about yourself. Three, they are very respectful of how you feel. Four, they really, really listen to your concerns. Five, they have an in-depth knowledge of medication. Six, they show you this by understanding why they haven't worked for you in the past. Seven, they have plenty of options which they run past you and take into account your wish to lower or increase dosages. Eight, they understand the limits and safety issues to do with all medication they're prescribing and they will issue any cautions. Nine, they know when medication should be stopped and they're not hesitant to halt them if they haven't worked. And ten, that they have a very positive outlook and display confidence in whatever they decide to prescribe you. So next, you've tried different medication, new medication, and nothing's worked. So what do you do then? Well, sometimes you think antidepressants are the only solution, but there is a growing body of doctors who do believe that antidepressants just don't work. Part of this thinking has resulted from quite a lot of studies which show how they don't work when they're measured against the placebos that do work. And I won't go into details here, but the studies are on my blog, which is the same name as this. But essentially, they're saying that there are other options other than taking antidepressants. And that's particularly good news if your antidepressants have just stopped working. One, change your diet. There is overwhelming evidence that good food boosts your mood. One study I know of showed the link between diet and depression with a group of people with severe depression symptoms. They followed a healthy eating plan for 12 weeks, including, you know, the normal good foods, whole foods, fruit and vegetables, and it discouraged sugar, fried foods and processed foods. The amazing thing is that this group displayed a significant reduction of symptoms when benchmarked against other groups, so much so that the study concluded that 32% of participants no longer had any depression. I'll just repeat that, 32% no longer had depression. And when I hear these amazing statistics, I just wonder why the psychiatrist or doctor isn't putting people on antidepressants, yes, but also suggesting people have a look at their diet. Secondly, deal with chronic stress. There is a specific link between depression and stress, and that comes down to sleep. The exact point where stress tips into depression is when you're so stressed you can't sleep and lack of sleep causes your mood to plummet and can then take you into depression and you will have depression symptoms. And this is why it's so important to stay on top of the stress levels to minimise their effect on depression levels. Thirdly, how about taking some extra vitamin D and omega-3 
These are the two extras that could make a difference to depressive symptoms. Vitamin D is called the sunlight vitamin because it's what the body produces when it's in the sun. It's the only vitamin the body manufactures naturally um, and it's technically considered a hormone anyway. Enough of the detail. Food high in vitamin D are prawns, milk, cod, eggs. It has been known that people who suffer from seasonal affective disorder, which is when people aren't getting enough vitamin D, that increased amounts of vitamin D achieve a significant improvement in depression symptoms. You can always take a supplement. Omega-3 is another type of compound which has been proven to lift depression. And this seems to be an important nutrient for general good health, but particularly for depressive symptoms. You can find omega-3 in fish, canola oil, olive oil, flaxseed oil, walnuts, lots of different foods. But you can also get some great supplements. Fourth thing that you can do is exercise for 30 minutes, five times a week. And modern day medicine is now saying that depression is partly a result of the sitting disease. And because we sit in front of screens so much now that it's actually affecting our mental health. And the government advice is 150 minutes of physical activity a week or half an hour a day, five days a week, can make a powerful impact on mood. And this exercise can be anything that raises your heart rate, that makes you breathe faster and feel warmer. And the key is you should still be able to talk, but only just. So the fifth thing you could do if your depression medication stops working is to get some therapy. My belief is we cannot recover from depression on our own. We need other people. We need people to support us, to listen to us, and to acknowledge us. And there's no better person to turn to than a therapist. They're not biased. They have no interest in anything but your well-being. And even though they're expensive, there are therapists out there who will take people on if they are on low incomes. So there's always a way to get therapy. Different types of therapists out there. I think the main thing is that you have a good rapport with the therapist. This is as important is as the type of therapy that they work with. And you can actually have a look at maybe going for some group therapy. This is a brilliant way of meeting other people in a supportive environment that have similar issues and struggles. And there's something about peer-to-peer -peer support, which in my experience can sometimes be all you need to get ahead. Which therapy is the most effective for depression? It's a question I often get asked. And I think, you know, group therapy is, is the one to go for. So how much does it cost? Well, counselling or therapy treatments will range from $20 an hour to $200 an hour. And 
in my experience, it's not really how much you pay, but it's looking at what qualifications and training each person has had firstly, and then secondly, figuring out if you can get along with them and if you like them and you feel safe in their company. And in my case, when I was so depressed, I could hardly function. I just basically rang someone, showed up and collapsed. And sometimes it's like that. And the first person I saw was definitely not the right person for me. I got there, sit down, and she'd make a pot of tea, pour it out, and then smoke. And I'm not joking, maybe 10 cigarettes in the hour that I was there. It was just chain smoking. And I actually took up smoking to keep up with her. And I stank when I left. But she gave no feedback. She actually said nothing. She would maybe nod or maybe smile or look down. And it was after about six months, I knew this wasn't going anywhere. But I was so desperate. I I was so grateful just to have someone listen to me and just to be there, even if she didn't say anything. Anyway, I saw several people after that, and they gradually became more, what was the word, just more of a good fit for me. Once I found someone who really understood what I was going through, the change was dramatic. And I was able to really, really have a look at my my demons and to resolve them pretty quickly. And you won't know who's right for you until you try them out. It's a very personal thing. And even if someone else recommends a therapist, they may be brilliant, but they may not be for you. So my advice is to trust your own instincts. And I think that we will find the right person at the right time and just keep looking. A therapist or or a counsellor really is only as good as their own journey. But having someone who's who will help you recover, who will look after you, is is really a wonderful thing. And you know, I highly recommend you um, maybe look at this route, even if you are on antidepressants and even if they're working for you. Have a thought about getting some extra help and, and finding someone who can really help to take care of you. It's a winner. I'll see you on the next podcast. 